are Locked On Spartans, your daily podcast on the Michigan State Spartans, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Here, here, but yeah, can't talk. That's a roaring start to the episode right there. Hello, everyone. Welcome to another episode <laughs> of Locked on Spartans, your team every single day. As I start this episode sounding like I've been drinking for the better part of nine hours. Unfortunately, if that's nine hours short, I've had nothing to drink tonight. Uh, but my my, the, my guest joining today is actually on some muscle relaxers, I understand. Now, that could be for two reasons. One, it could be from golfing over the weekend and he's got a bad back or it could just because uh that's what life is like here on the lock on Spartans podcast you need <laughs> something to loosen you up here as you have to spend roughly a half hour with me he's Graham Nelson he's a great guy he's a friend of the program Graham how you doing man you doing okay yeah I'm hanging in there man as I texted you earlier I'm a little bit better than I was but you know okay. hurt, hurt the back over the weekend so like got some muscle relaxers and then also went and got a massage today so, like this evening so there was a period of time from like seven to about like eight thirty that I was just a big tub of goo. Um sure. I've seen to have come back to life a little bit, but appreciate you having me back. Man. No, absolutely. Yeah, just morphing into the couch. Uh, you're speaking coherently and clearly. Um so that makes one of us at least as we head into a fun episode. Um before we get to any of this though, hey, please rate, review, and subscribe to the podcast or the YouTube show. This is Locked on Spartans, your team every single day. And hey, if you want to reach out, locked on Spartans at gmail.com. And that's exactly what Bill Patterson did. He reached out with a great episode prompt, and that's what we're going to do all show today. Take the eight Final Four teams that Tom Izzo has coached at Michigan State, bracket them up, and let's go head-to-head against each other. And without further ado, Mr. Graham Nelson, we're going to show the bracket on YouTube right now. Is that popping up? Is that showing up on your end? Because it is not on my end. I told it's you that this would We did test it. We, we tested it before we hit record, and it was working. Works in the pre-show, doesn't work as we're recording live. But nonetheless, I'll just read it off right now. So the one seed is the 2000 National Championship team against 2015. That'll be our eight seed. The four seed is 2010. The five seed is 1999. The three seed is 2019. The six seed is 2005. The two seed is 2009. And the seven seed is 2001. I cannot believe that screen sharing did not work. That really, really puts... It's a big uh, bummer, dude. That is, uh, and it's just not working. So, uh, hey, if you wanted to jot that down, regardless, really quick, Graham, do you have any beef with any of the seedings? Right no, now? I'm actually, I'm just interested here. in how you came up with it. Because, um, like, as, as I was looking through it, I'm like, yeah. this seems pretty fair. Like, there some there's arguments for pretty much almost every game, sure. right? Yeah, I, it, you know, like, people love to argue, especially when it comes to brackets. But, yeah, I, I mean, I, I felt like it was a pretty safe spot to start with the 2000 national title team as the number one seed, right? And... Mm-hmm. Of the eight teams, like the one that – fluky is a bad word. Fluky is a bad word. But maybe the one that surprised us the most, perhaps, I think that's a good way to put it, is the 2015 team. So that's yeah. the eight seed right there. Now, beyond that, in the middle, I don't know. Like 20, 2009, they get the two seed because, okay, national title game. That's fun. Yep. Um, 2019 – and that's where it got tough because who gets a three seed, 2019 or 2010? So I just like flipped the coin. I was like, okay, well, this is how it's going to go. And so, yeah, here I think we are. I mean, that's what I, we got. honestly, I think he did it 
I don't know, maybe how I would have done it, whether that's right, who the hell knows, but I, I would agree with, I didn't like look at this thing and was like, did you just throw them in a randomizer and spit it out at us? Just so. graceful. <laughs> yeah. Well, I, I appreciate you complimenting the bracket, uh, trying to pick up my spirits here as uh, I start stumbling this episode uh, verbally and then the screen share on this platform we use doesn't want to work when I want to show the bracket. So, Hey, thank you, Grant, for giving me a win. Uh, Dude, it's on, it, it's, it's, I mean, it's on brand, right? It is. I mean, yeah. Like, Hey, I, I finally go above and beyond and build a bracket. We're going to do a screen share for the first time uh, on this YouTube show. And then, so there we go. Hey, if you're listening on the podcast, this is all moot point for you. So like, people are going to listen. Anyway. People are going to listen big. I'll, there goes Corky Matt again. Yeah, he did. Yeah. He did it again. It's it's now becoming just like an accidental bit. Yeah. <laughs> these, these things happen. Like, like I'd love to have this be like, oh, a whole charade. Now this is just what I do. And no, it's it's sadly just me. That's this who I am. So All here, right. here we go. I just I have something really really random to share. Please. Um. So I bought a pair of Gabe Brown sweatpants off the player's trunk fine website yes it is and like first time i bought anything off there and like honestly i really just searched for stuff that i can like wear and he's sure his sweatpants were extra large long uh-huh. i'm an extra large long ideally so i was like heck i'll buy them well like i don't tell my wife and they show up and she's like what what is this why what is going on here and i was like oh well, you know and i told her explained to her and she's like did he like wear those in practice i'm like i have no clue like i have no say? idea either way to say? Yeah. i'm sure i'm sure they've been washed or whatever so get them out of the package whatever detergent this guy uses to wash his clothes is the most delightful smelling detergent i've ever smelled in my entire life and i wow. need to know what it is so gabe if you're listening yeah he is appreciate the pants yeah. they fit great i love them i'm actually wearing them right now but what detergent do you use look at that what the, so uh, muscle relaxers and just huffing, like just <laughs> detergent. This is great. wow. Well, you're higher than a Swiss mountain climber over there. This is great. We got <laughs> up Graham Nelson over here. Anyways, so there, there's some random stuff for for the for the podcast. The player's trunk just slaps, and um, I was late on the Luke Campbell drop tonight because he was selling a bucket hat, and I've been in the market for an MSU bucket hat, and it was right in front of me, and of course I just let time. Can't slip by as I do. So, dude, can't uh, you just like email Jim Bowman or something? Yeah, he, close personal <laughs> friend of mine. Yeah, loyal listener of the podcast, <laughs> loves everything I have to say about him. Yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll get Jimmy B on the line here uh, once we're done with, with this. I, I figured out about it. <laughs> <laughs> All right, look, just in grand uh, Graham Nelson, Matt Sheehan fashion, we are off the rails already. We yep. have completely taken our eyes off the ball here, but we're going to try to get back onto it right now. Grant, let's just start with the boring one. Um, the one seed, the 2000 Final Four team, the national championship team, versus the eight seed, the 2015 Final Four team, which actually the eight seed wasn't too far off from what their seed actually was, obviously, being a seven seed. <laughs> Any argument here, or is it pretty cut and dry? I mean, I just want you to imagine Mateen Cleaves versus Tum Tum Nairn matchup for like one that. second. <laughs> just think about it for a second. Why? <laughs> I'd love to not. Uh, yeah, I mean, coach Tom there do. By the way, I, I want the record to show that. That's uh, you. You want him as the assistant coach? I wouldn't hate it. I, I, I just want someone hired at this point. I'll, I'll take a name. I'll take a body. A, a warm body is fine with me. All right. 
Yeah, um, that's a different conversation for a different day. Um, yeah, I mean, no argument here. Like, I mean, what's what's there to compare? Like, Brandon Dawson's maybe a better foreman than AJ Granger, maybe. Maybe I'd like to see Dawson on Maurice Peterson matchup. That'll be fun. Granted, there's four other battles going on, but like, that's that's one that I think would be fun. To watch. I mean, like Andre Andre Hudson versus what? Who was it? Matt Costello. Costello. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I don't even know. I don't even know how much we need to talk about that anymore. <laughs> that's actually longer than I thought we were going to talk about that. Uh, so 2000, congratulations. You move on to another final four. Um, I'm sure Mateen Cleaves listens to this podcast. Matt Ishby, a friend of the program. He probably listens to this podcast as well. Just can't stop racking up the wins there. Let's go to the game below that. The four versus five. Now I think there is some debate here. Now the four seed I just threw down 2010 in 1999 uh, is the five seed. And Graham, I, going further, I should have said this off the top, but you, you get the ultimate say here. I, I treat my guests with the utmost dignity. You get power of attorney here, decide who we're getting rid of and who we're moving on to the next round. So if we ever have a disagreement, you get the nod. So so is there like a pressure. like caveat with this 2010 team? Are we talking like Kalen Lucas? Or, I want to talk know, about that. Like, is it like the team that was playing in the final four game or like the team of this? Because it's too... With Kalen Lucas, right. that team wins a national title more than like sure, right, right. That's why I think, for sake of argument, no Kalen Lucas for this okay. one. I think okay, yeah, it brings me no joy to say that, but I think we're gonna go no Kalen Lucas for this one. It's got to be like the roster that was in the Final Four. Um, I think. Okay, if that's Lucas, not too, not too bad. No, he was really, really, I mean, pretty good player. Um, he did enough. Yeah, he hit, well, you know, he created one of the best in-game memories ever. You know, sure. permission to stay hitting that shot over Maryland. Why not? Um, that makes it really tough. I mean, I think with Kalen Lucas, it's 2010, like, I don't know, but no brainer. I was also 12 years old in 1999. So, like, it's hard for me to have, like, this sure. really, um, sure. like, deep, in depth, you know, memory of it. Um, yeah. Yeah. I, I think, I, honestly, I think especially with the older MSU fans, though, if you say 1999, like, that's going to get you a lot of cred with, like, Probably I mean, you used to club. So you talk about Antonio. Good. You talk about Antonio Smith, right? I mean, like sure. that dude is like the deacon of Michigan State basketball in terms of like how everything started. Very it's underappreciated, the, yes. It, yeah, and if you hear people talk about the, that team and like how the whole thing with Michigan State started, it's like you will never hear a bad word about him. And like, I mean, the dude started everything, you know, right. at, at Michigan State. Right. Um, so like. I think if someone who is, you know, at the time was 17 years old in 1999 and was like in love with this team, like if I were to say 2010 wins, they'd probably kill me. Um, sure. But. But. <laughs> but. I know. I mean, you got. Uh, it's tough. This is the toughest one, maybe. Like even for the rest of the episode, like this might be you know the what? toughest one. You know what? It's 1999. Um, so they lose. Okay. To, they lose to Duke in that final four, right? Yeah. And then Duke goes on to lose to, um, I think, UConn in that national title game, I think. I'll take your word for it, yeah. Um, no, I think you're right, actually, yeah. And both of, like, Coach K and Izzo kind of, like, said after that game, no matter – the winner of the Duke-Michigan State game was losing the next game no matter what because they just beat the crap out of each other. Sure. So, yeah. Um, I'm going with 99. That team was – now that I'm thinking about it, I mean, it launched everything. It was the the, the – I don't know the 
the genesis the, of Michigan yeah State. like the the growth yeah. that the, the, the loss that they needed to get to the next step I mean whatever you want to call it right I think I like that there's yeah. there's just like this toughness about him um it was almost like you know like the Jerry Stackhouse years prior to they got so close and then all of a sudden like the Pistons move on to the next step um yeah I'm gonna go I'm gonna go 1999 that uh, I think that team is just too they're just too tough too too much toughness in that team there's a lot of toughness and like you talk toughness like Draymond Green on whoever he would be guarding like Maurice Peterson or maybe it is Antonio Smith whoever he's guarding like that would be a matchup for the ages like that'd be awesome but yeah I also go back and like the 1999 team like oh yeah that was like the, the baby Spartans before they got it all figured out the following year but like not really. I mean, like, Mateen Cleaves was a junior. Like, he was still pretty good. Uh, Maurice Peterson, a junior. Antonio Smith, just like you said, a senior. So, like, a lot of great players on the team. But, yeah, in the end, you know what? I'm going to fall in love with the romanticism of just tough, gritty, Spartan basketball. Hey, 2010 was tough, but whew, those early what, teams. What was their record? I'm just going to look at let me pull it up on the good old Wikipedia. It was 33 and five. That's not bad. 15 okay. and one in the big 10 who beat them in the big 10. It was Wisconsin right off the top to start big 10 play. They beat them by 15 and they just ran the table after that. My goodness gracious. Okay. They lost, they lost five games. One of those was a final four. Yeah. God, <laughs> Still. One, oh my Jesus. So at one point they won like 22 straight games before they lost to Duke in the final four. Wow. I'm learning a lot right now on Wikipedia. This is, this is great. What a yeah. informative episode right here. Not just for the listeners, but for yours truly. Yeah. I'm, I'm glad we did our research that we're looking this up right now. Uh, for uh, people, well, we can't be perfect here, Graham. I mean, yeah. listen, if, if the beginning of the episode is any tone setter for uh, how the rest of this is going to go, eh, so be it. But Graham, yeah, it's, 19, it's 1999, and now that I now that we've walked through it, they win an absolute massacre. Um, sure. Maybe by this at that time, although Michigan State was probably scoring like 35 points a game at that time, they win that game 38 to 11. That's the final score. I was going to go 51 42. They, okay. Uh, <laughs> okay. Which uh, yeah, that that sounds about right. So love that, <laughs> Graham. I got bad news for you. I got to I got to send you to the bench. Unfortunately, awesome. right now I got really a surprise for you when you get back. Oh, that's right. Graham has got Jeopardy questions coming out of each break here right now. But before we get to that question and the rest of our final four team bracket, I guess, hey, just want to talk to you fine folks about Rock Auto. That's right. I've been talking your ear off about Rock Auto for probably as long as you've been listening to this here podcast or YouTube show. Why? Well, it's because they are the greatest out there when it comes to finding the right right part for your car or truck. My goodness, I'm in my own head right now. But you know what else is also in my head? Just how great Rock Auto is. Just how fantastic they treat you. It is now impossible for your local chain auto parts store to stock all the parts you need. Why would you endure often pointless or seemingly intimidating questioning like, oh, does your Toyota Corolla need a spoogle yipper? I don't know. That could be a car part for all I know. I'm not a car person at all. I'm not a truck person at all. I, I barely know how to fill my car with gas, quite frankly. But luckily, don't have to be a car person, and neither do you, because Rock Auto's got to figure it out. And they make it easy for some car people like myself. You save time, you save money when using Rock Auto. And why would you spend 50 or 100% more for the same part from a chain store or car dealership? You'd only do it if you were a giant clown. <laughs> but you're not a clown. You're a smart person. You love easy-to-use websites like the one that Rock Auto has. So go to rockauto.com right now. See all the parts available for your car or truck right locked down in there. Hey, 
How'd you hear about us, Box? So they know that we at Locked On sent you. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need. That's rockauto.com. And as we welcome Graham Nelson back to the show, hey, just want to thank you for making Lockdown Spartans your first listen every single day. New segment, new me. I'm going to start speaking the English language correctly here, Graham. Do you have faith in me? Or if you don't, that's fine, too. It, it, do, it doesn't true. matter. It, it, it doesn't. doesn't. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Who are we kidding? All right. Whatever. So we're going to kick off just with a quick Jeopardy question. If you follow Matt, you know he brags about his final Jeopardy, like, I don't know guesses as if anyone cares but i think it's funny so um yeah and it happens like once every so i'm like a i'm like a gambler you only hear about my good days like i'll never (laughs) tell you about the the days where i just like lay up a stinker which is nine out of every 10 episodes on jeopardy but anyway that's yeah (laughs) All all right so here's the the topic is the middle ages the clue is one way to judge guilt was trial by this six letter word like putting the accused arm in boiling water. Trial by, it's not trial by fire. Oh my God. It's, <laughs> oh, I'm over one. I'm over one. I, I, don't, I don't even have a guess. All right. Oh, it, man. Looking for what is trial by ordeal? Uh, I, I could have been here till Sunday afternoon just trying to come up with that i would oh god i did get these off of like the 40 most difficult jeopardy questions ever that so. makes me feel a little better that makes me feel a little better okay yeah. awesome there we go oh my god this is humbling Shit. No, <laughs> all right hey, moving on about some sports <laughs> yep. yep oh man let's just act like that never happened god that no never in my life i heard that the three for six game Mr. Graham. It is the 2019 Final Four team versus the 2005 Final Four team. Listen, all, all Final Four teams are my favorite Final Four teams. Like, it's impossible to hate one of them or not love any of them. But, like, wow. 2019 and 2005 were, like, maybe one and two. Right? Yeah, 1A, one 1B. One fun, team. fun teams. Really fun wow. teams. 2009 has an argument, but, mm, wow, fun. Fun. So, do you have, a, like, a... Of course, this team wins right off the bat. Is it as easy as 2019? Or are we going to talk about 2005's run, which included probably their greatest Final Four run because they beat Vermont. Yeah, that's right. The, the, the big, bad Vermont team. But also Duke and then Kentucky to get to the Final Four. Like, that yep. was the headliner right there. Yeah. Um, I mean, I think 2019 is, like, athletically completely overmatched by that 2005 team. Probably. probably. Um, yeah. Paul Davis – maybe one of the most underrated player in Michigan State basketball history. The guy was just really, really, really good. Loved him. Loved um, him. He's on my Mount Rushmore for basketball players at Michigan State. I adore Paul Davis, no doubt. So good. Um, so. That being said, 2019's got Cassius Winston, man. Speaking of Mount Rushmore, uh, he – he might be all four heads on the Mount Rushmore. Yeah, yeah I mean, I, 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 he's the best player I've ever seen at Michigan State, and that includes Mateen Cleaves. He's he's number one. Right. Tough to argue that. I mean, um, I, I know that the older Spartan fans may, might have something to say about that, but like, oh, he just he made magic fine. happen. I mean, yeah, uh, it's there's no wrong answer, I guess. I mean, that's a good way to. Yeah, I mean, I think. Point guard play in 2005 was who was that? Neitzel and Chris Hill. Chris Hill. So Cassius Winston wins that matchup. Xavier Tillman against Paul Davis. Counters a wash. Sure. 
Um, that 2005 team was like just athletically deep. Allen Anderson, Mo Ager, yeah, Shannon Robert Brown on that team. Yep, that's right. Kelvin Marquise Torbert Gray was on that team. Gray starting his career as a guy that got five fouls in one momentum shifting dunk every single game. <laughs> yeah. Like that, I love Marquise Gray, man. <laughs> that guy was yeah. great. <laughs> um, I'm gonna. I need you to make a choice, and then I'll give you mine. I want to say 2019 because it's like, wow, 05 is so athletic and they're so gifted everywhere. But, like, you know who else was? Duke's team that year with their three top eight NBA picks. So, it's like, am I letting that play too much in my head? Probably. Do I care? No, absolutely not. So, to me, I'm going to give 2019 the nod here. Um, yeah, yeah. I, I, I agree with that. That's where I was leaning. I mean, Cassius Winston, best player on the floor. Yeah. I mean – he takes Chris exactly. Hill and he, he takes Chris Hill and Drew Neitzel for like a, I don't know, twenty eight and fourteen ride. Um, sure, casual, casual. I mean, Drew Neitzel was a, Drew Neitzel was a really good player at Michigan State. He was just a freshman that year. So um, love, love Drew Neitzel, love Drew Neitzel. That's a, that's a, that, that's three of my Mount Rushmore heads right there. And Cassius, Paul Davis, Drew Neitzel on the fourth day day. I mean, that's that's tough to. So I played against Drew. Drew Neitzel and I were in the same graduating class, and I played against him in a summer, like a summer camp. Um, oh, look at this. Okay. And so two like quick stories about him. One in like this Please. grand Valley summer team, you know, team camp thing. We played against him. Um, and the dude was pulling up from like 30 and just burying shots. <laughs> um, and then and, like, clearly he was, he was just awesome. Um, and then like after games, he would make his team run sprints like after they played a game in the middle of the summer. That that's that's a, that's a Tom Izzo coach player right there. That 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 man was born to play for Tom Izzo. Yeah, it was also there. like, dude, just chill out, man. Like, <laughs> he's just, always wow. on, just always on. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I guess that's why you know he he was an All American at Michigan State, and that no, helps. I I was not so. Well, you got some career left. I mean, I don't think you've expired all your eligibility. Dude, I hurt, I hurt my back basically sneezing this weekend. So not here I'm, to talk about that. That's, we're, we're here to push agendas, Graham. Come on, okay. keep your eye on the ball, Graham. Come on. Let's, all right. Let's the, the, the answer is 2019. Okay. All right. Hey, Izzo's got two more scholarships to use next year. I, I would keep your phone by you at all times. You might uh, you might get a 517 area code. No, I am thinking about going back and getting my MBA. So why not? Why not? And I, see, I got a two-year-old, a kid on the way. Going to go with my MBA. I think I can throw, you know, playing yeah. some hoops in there. Save your Tillman did it. Yeah, that should be no problem. Get your MBA to get to the NBA. There we go. We there got we the go. Whole, Love it. Yeah, Love bang. it. Bada boom. Bada bang. As we go to the, the last first round game here, the two seed, the 2009 national champion runner-up team versus 2001, the team that was one year removed from the national title. Now, I will just talk about the 2001 team for a little bit because, yes, they lost Maurice Peterson. They lost Mateen Cleaves, of course. But, like, the underclassmen on this team were outrageous. Like, Zach Randolph, Jason Richardson. You got some Marcus Taylor, if that tickles your fancy. Aloysius Anagagne for you right there. Uh, all paired with a senior, Charlie Bell. Not bad. And, I'm sorry, Andre Hudson as well. So, that's um, that's that's what we're looking at for all one. So, so, not that bad. Yeah, they're missing some star power, the names that we know. But still some good names on there. How did that team ever lose? That's a fantastic question, uh, Mr. Nelson. I, I mean, like, how many years of NBA experience is that in one round? Like, Zach Randolph and Jason Richardson combined with, like, 30 years of NBA experience just between the two of them. 
Correct. <laughs> Correct. Yes. <laughs> you know, as I'm going back to the Wikipedia page here, like they, I think this is a big moment for me as a kid because they lost the first round in the Big Ten tournament. They were the number two seed and they lost to Penn State 65 63. And I think that's where I started my mindset of Big Ten tournament doesn't matter. Earlier you lose, <laughs> the, the better it is for the tournament run. I think I was nine years old when that happened. I think that was a very, um, you know how like when you're a kid you absorb things like a sponge. That that was a very yeah big moment for me. Uh, so yeah, ever since then, Big Ten tournament has been trash. Unless it's one of the six times that Tom Izzo has. Won. Yeah, the only the biggest deal in the world. Yeah, the only time the Big Ten title matters is when Michigan State wins it. That's it. Yeah, please. every other yeah, time. Cool. We needed a break. We needed the break. Exactly. Fresh <laughs> legs, baby. Fresh yeah. legs. That's right. Tom Izzo's iron forging his team and getting the legs ready. All right. So to answer your question. Yeah, I guess we should get to that. Uh, 2009 is my answer. Yeah, that's easy. In the in the the reason is like if you look, 2001 is clearly a phenomenal collection of talent mm-hmm. as far as like a team goes. I don't sure. know um, that 2009 team was like especially towards the end there when they they went on that run, man. They were insane run, filthy. Um, just tough. Relentless. I mean, like athletic, skilled. I mean, they were everything. Because, like, okay, like, the, the 2005 Final Four run was insane. Like, they beat Kentucky and Duke. But, like, this mm-hmm. one, they beat Kansas. Okay, now you get the number one overall seed, Louisville. Okay, you take care of them. And then, well, you get Hashim to beat and UConn. And, yeah, in front of a home crowd, they, they thrash them, too. So, like, they beat some bangers of teams yeah. down the stretch here. I think well, all they- three of them were in the top 15. And it, was, it was crazy. So, like, they were a well-oiled machine with Goran Sutan. So, that's that's right. <laughs> Played against him too in the summer, actually. Um, no kidding. Wow, you're a well-traveled man. Now, I guess I should uh, also count uh, Darrell Summers, who was one of my favorite players of all time. Uh, electric. Uh, yeah, Kalen Lucas goes without saying. Draymond Green, like that, that team was so stacked. It's a mm-hmm. shame they ran into a like an NBA team in the national title game. I mean, yeah, I mean that uh, 2009 North Carolina is like arguably the best college basketball team, like. Maybe ever. Like, I think in our lifetime, it's safe to say. Yeah, yeah. Like, unless there's one of like the UCLA teams when John Wooden was coaching or whatever, but like that, that was the best team I, I've ever seen personally. Yeah. yeah. They were, they were unbelievable. Um, the game was over before the under 16 timeout in the first half. It was, yeah. It was crazy. So I, I remember, I, I remember watching that game like so vividly in the opening, opening tip, Mission State comes down, Goran Sutan hits a three. Yeah. Immediately back down the court, Danny Green bears a three, and I was like, this thing's done. <laughs> like, <yeah. laughs> It's over. Tie game over. <laughs> yeah. And like, I, I have, I'm not one of those six people that like goes back and watches like games Michigan State loses, but like to memory, like Wayne Ellington went for 48 points on yeah. 12 of 13 shooting from behind the arc. Like that's yeah. just how I remember it at least. Yeah. This banana land, banana land. So yeah. yeah, that's um safe to say 2009 you move forward. So now we got our final four. 2000 versus 1999, 2019 versus 2009. But first, Graham, I, I just got to talk the people's ear off about the fine folks over at betonline.net. Woo! Before I fail at another Jeopardy question that Graham has gotten for me. Yay! That'd be fun to bet on. But luckily, um, actually, you can't lose money uh, betting. I mean, to get an answer correct on betonline.net. But you can bet on all sorts of other stuff, like all the other great things going on in the world of sports. It's horse racing galore. We still got the Belmonts coming up a little bit. NBA, 
NHL playoffs. The MLB season is awesome. There's a lot more teams other than the Tigers if you want to have fun betting on these games too. And also the PGA season is in full swing as well. Guys, you already know it. BetOnline has you hooked up because they are the number one source for all your sports betting need needs and info. Find all the latest odds, news, sports developments, including this year's basketball playoffs, Major League Baseball scores, fights, and even next season's NFL futures. BetOnline is your continued source for all your sports wagering information from live betting, playoffs, esports, and more. So head to that website today. Use your mobile device to learn more about the trends in action. That's at BetOnline where the game starts. And let's just get this out of the way, Graham. Okay. Do you, no, right. I'm feeling good. I'm feeling good. I'm feeling the, good. The topic is Van Gogh. A go-go. The question, or the, I'm sorry, the hint, I should say. One theory about Van Gogh's odd behavior is poisoning his liqueur made from wormwood. Is that the question? Yeah. The theory, one theory about Van Gogh's odd behavior is poisoning Uh his liqueur made from wormwood. Am I, am I guessing what the liquid is? I don't even know what this question is. Nothing makes me feel stupid or Jeopardy when I like I read the clue on the screen and like I'm like, what are they even asking for? <laughs> like square, so, like the, the number fourteen. Like, <laughs> yeah. The the question is, what is absinthe? Not a hundred. <laughs> I told you, dude. It's like top forty hardest Jeopardy questions of all time. Like. <laughs> I was like, there's, there's, I wanted to pick ones that there's, you had no shot. So it's a little bit unfair. I think I've got one more. We can do it right before we leave. I think, okay. I think you send me off on a good you're, note. You're yeah. Close. yeah. <laughs> I, I have, Graham saw my tweets about Jeopardy and said, I got died. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, bad enough. <laughs> I'm just going to make him look like a fool. Like, I know what, no one's going to know this. Although there's someone going to be listening out there, and be like, you guys are so stupid. Like these are the easiest Jeopardy questions of all time. Oh, oh, hundred percent. Yeah, all the listeners are smarter than I. I'm like that. Yeah, this is not going to be a shock at all. Um, no, my, my Twitter mentions are going to be flooding with uh, "You're a dunce." I'll be like, yeah, of course I am. Like, you should be in the house when Jeopardy's on TV. Like, I bark out every answer, and if <laughs> my answers like counted, I, I would be like 18 grand in the hole at the end of every episode, <laughs> just because like I'm a volume shooter. I'll answer every question if I don't <laughs> don't know it. So. <laughs> Oh, I love Jeopardy. Didn't get to watch tonight. Shoot. Graham, um, we're going to talk about the final four between these teams. I feel like the first one's going to be a pretty easy one. So it's it's 2000 versus 1999. Um, and this actually kind of sounds like that we're kind of like Patrick Ewing theory our way around Antonio Smith. Um, good riddance to you, Antonio Smith. Uh, your absence on the team is the reason the 2000 team won. Like, that's how it comes off, but... I swear I like them. I, I yeah, quite the opposite. I mean, they're, they're you know their best players are just a year older, year more experienced, right. year year tougher. Um, yeah. You know, and that that two thousand that two thousand you, you add Jason Richardson to that team, right? I think you add Mike Chappelle to that team, um, who weren't you know like huge role, but Chappelle hit a big shot in the national title game. Jason Richardson is Jason Richardson. Yeah. Um, <laughs> sure. So I mean I, I yeah I mean they're the national title winning team like what do you want what do you want me to say with basically the same roster you know what I mean uh, yeah no hundred percent so that's an easy one hey wow two thousand national title team you're in the national finals of our best final fourteen bracket so now he, we could kill fifty minutes on this one right here yep two thousand nineteen versus two thousand nine who gets your nod matchups galore 
especially obviously the point guard play, Kayla Lucas versus Cassius Winston. Like, I, I would love to see that matchup, but I'd also hate to see that matchup. Like, it'd just be like two of your 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 favorite childhood dogs just fighting against each other. And it's like, <laughs> oh, please don't stop. No, I want you both to win. Please don't. This hurts too much to watch. Like, oh, I love both guys so much. Um, your favorite childhood dogs fight. I've never yeah, heard you that. know, a common <laughs> thing that happens. Who's amongst us hasn't been such a pickle, you know? Come on. Um, <laughs> the best analogy I could have come up with. <laughs> I, I mean, whatever. <laughs> sorry, man, that just made me laugh. Um, no, I'm sure. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm sorry. <laughs> uh, yeah, I don't, I'm, this I'm is... Sure like, if I use the... If I use Cassius Winston as the best player in Michigan State history, which you're outside of magic, right? Disregard in, in my lifetime. Sure. Yeah. Then, and I use that to beat 2005. I kind of have to use it to in this game. <sighs> but, but, yeah. I mean, that 2019, we just go back to depth, man. They come at you in waves. I know. They could score. I know. I know. And like, so Tillman's on who? Tillman's on Sutan. You'd figure, okay, like you still got Raymar Morgan out there banging in the post. You still got the athletic Darrell Summers. I don't know who's checking Darrell Summers at all in this game. Like, it, like maybe McQuaid, perhaps. Like, McQuaid's a pretty good defender, man, towards the end there. He was a great um, defender. I love McQuaid as a defender, but who, man, Darrell Summers. And let's keep in mind, too, like this was prime Darrell Summers, too. Very, rare. very rare for the player not to hit his prime as he ended his career, but. Terrell Summers was one of those guys, unfortunately. Um, he was sick. He was sick in 09. So like, he, he, was, he was. That team was that team. I mean, Travis Walton. Travis Walton's guarding Cassius Winston. He's putting him in a, in a sarcophagus. Yeah. Like, he was incredible. Oh, my God. Oh, excuse me. Don Ebach on Xavier Tillman for you right there for uh, <laughs> probably good four minutes <laughs> at the end of the first half as Goran Sutan's on the bench in foul trouble. Yes. yes. Can't wait for that matchup right there. But, yeah, like you, you got Day-Day out there. Freshman Day-Day, but, you know, nonetheless, you got Day-Day out there. I mean, it's – man, man, that's – I um, think – Stuff. I think my answer is 2009. I think – I think – I want to whisper this because, like, I think mine is too. I yeah. think mine is too. Yeah. I think mine is too. I'm, I'm writing I, it in pen, which means it's like it might as well be in, etched in stone. Sure. Yeah. 2000. I cannot. That doesn't sit right with me putting the 2019 team out to uh, out to pasture like that. But like, um, if the 2009. But like, I mean, dude, think about it, like 2019. Like, or, I'm sorry, the 2019 team. They got good towards the end of the year. They were never mm-hmm. great. I mean, they, they went on a really, really good run. They were great um, for the right seven games, right? Or however yeah, it was to end yeah. the season. Yeah. Um, and then the plane landed in Minneapolis, and then uh, they turned back into a pretty good team. <laughs> well, know? and they just ran into Matt Mooney punting the ball from half court and having it go in the hoop for some gosh damn sure. reason. Sure, um, yeah. Okay, we're here to talk about good memories. So that, that, that's on me. That's, that's got, my bad. Now you that's got to be before bedtime. <laughs> that's, 
Uh-huh. I, I just made you're going to go through the, the next 37 Jeopardy questions that you have on your list in front of you. Just <laughs> it's like, you know, back in middle school, you get back from school and you had a bad day and you just fire up Madden and you play against a European NFL team on rookie mode just to take your angst out like that. That's going to be at the end of this episode right here. Just tutor me up in Jeopardy questions. <laughs> OK. Ah, we're, all right. We got 2000 first 2000. Yeah, all right. Sorry. Yep. Okay. Thank you for getting me back on track right there. Yes. 2000 versus 2009. I'm going to try to share my screen one more time just for laughs um, because we like comedy on the show. Um, did that work? Yeah, oh my God, it, it works at the end of the show. Yeah, of course it works at the end of the show. That's yep. So this is what our bracket looks like if you're on YouTube and God bless you if you hung around for the uh, first 35 minutes. Now you get the payoff of looking at what this bracket is like. If you're listening to the podcast, God bless you too. Um, this must be hard. <laughs> Just visualizing your head uh, if you have an attention span like a goldfish, like myself. Um, but yeah, it's 2000 versus 2009. Graham, are we going to stun the world? Or are we going to unseat a national title winning team? Or what, what are we about to do here for the last few minutes? I wish. I wish I could say it. I can't say it. I can't do it. Um, hold on. Let me see if I can. I, I want to see if I can work something here. Um, uh, I think it'd be, I think it'd be a really good game. I do. Like, I, honestly, I, I think it'd be a really yeah. good game. Yeah. Um, they hit like, but man, there's something about that. That 2000 team was like, I know so tough. I, like, I know. Let, let, let's I know. say it's, let's say it's a really, really good game. Right. And it's close and it comes down to the last two minutes. Who are you betting yeah. on? You're betting on the 2000 team. They're just tougher. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I mean, I hate it. I hate. I hate to be boring, but you know what? I would hate even more is just to be hot takey for the sake of being hot takey. Right. Like right. sometimes the the boring answer is the correct answer, and like, yeah, that's the team with the the different colored banner up in the rafters. I think that's what they do at Breslin, right? The, all the banners are by each other, but the national title ones are yeah. different color. Yeah. I don't know. You, you, you get what I'm trying to say. They got the Natty yeah. banner up there. Um, I mean, I think I think that's good. Like, I don't know that everyone would have two thousand nine and in their in their title game, sure. Right, like like yeah. like we do here. I think. I mean, yeah. it's just like, who's going to argue that? If you argue against that, you're like you're arguing for the sake of argument. Which, which is fine. Which is right fine. The alley of a lot of people on MSU Twitter, or AKA just Twitter in general. Like this is still this is. This kind of debate's perfect for like an online community. Just people that wake up every day looking to get upset on the internet. I mean, yeah, hey, I hope, I hope, I just hope that it. someone is like, like actually mad, like really upset. Oh yeah, no, sure, of course they will be. Yeah, I mean, late May in the off season, vibes are good. The weather's great in Metro Detroit. Uh, if that's where you're listening or watching the show at, yeah, that that won't stop people from getting upset. Someone's Chat. Someone's gonna get real mad at me because I didn't bring up like Timbo Gracchus from the 2005 team. Like, sure, sure. Like you, yeah. like you, 2019 is beating 2005. Do you remember Timbo Gracchus and how gritty and tough he was? Like someone's legit gonna be mad about that, and I can't wait. Yeah, or like that. That we just went this far without mentioning Garrick Sherman. Like that, that's yeah. <laughs> right. Uh, Waking up with, with, with a horse's head at the foot of my bed because, uh, yeah, I, I didn't bring up Delvon Rose sophomore year. Um, yeah, it's just, it's gonna get, it, it is gonna get ugly. I, we should have done this like how they do, um, murder mystery or like Dateline NBC, like black us out and change our voices. <laughs> I think yeah. that would have been best. Yeah. Um, so without further ado, uh, let, let me copy and paste 2000 into, uh, the winner circle because, um, it just seems right. It, it, it is canon that, yeah, that the national title winning team, hey, whew, guess what, is Tom Izzo's best Final Four team. 
yeah. I, I love this prompt though. So thank you, Bill, for emailing this. Yeah, it's, it, it, it was a lot of fun. Actually, when you sent it to me, I was, um, I was like, oh man, this is actually like really interesting. And like, it, in all reality, it's just kind of like a strolled on memory lane for me to like love look that. back at all those sure. teams. And, you know, I ended up, of course, down, you know, a YouTube rabbit hole and yeah. um, all that, all that sort of thing. So it's, it's, a, it's actually a really, really cool, fun question. Um, would you like your final Jeopardy question before we get out here? Or did you have something else? I was just going to say, I would love to do an episode where we literally just for 30 minutes, just name guys. And that's it. Like we just, just <laughs> bebop around, just name guys. <laughs> and that's it. No ad reads, no nothing, just would you, shooting the blank. And <laughs> just would you like, guys. would you, would you like to know how this is like telling of me as a human being um, and, and embarrassing, okay. but like when you can't sleep, right. They tell, you know, count sheep or do something to get your mind off of sleeping. Please tell me you do this. So I start. I, th- I know where you're going, and I think I'm right with you. <laughs> I start with number one, and I just name like a guy who oh. wore that jersey, like all the way up until I fall asleep. I will be doing that now, but no, I'll just go back. I'll I'll pick a team like 2007, for example, and then I'll just go, like try to go off the top of my head, just like start naming guys. Okay, so I all right, I, so I'm not an insane person then. No, I, I do that, and then like another one's like golf. Like I'll pick a golf course. I'll try to like memorize all eighteen holes of that course that I've played like once four years ago. But that's no one wants to hear about that. Um, no, but like the MSU thing, the, like the name that guy, hundred percent, I do. Yeah, absolutely. Okay. Or like uh, name like Final Four cities, or also like uh, s- like sites that they've played at, like oh Des Moines, uh, Washington D.C. Have they gone to St. Petersburg lately? Uh, yeah. So okay, it's uh, I'm I'm, it's, I, I'm glad I'm not the only one here. Also, it was a fun game of just like I say a number and you just tell me like the first player that comes to your mind oh. when you pick that number. So if I say like 42. Jackie Robinson. That's um, but great. Oh, okay. I thought you wanted an MSU spark. No, no, no. Just that. just anyone. You okay. can do it with anything. Sure. Okay. Yeah. yeah Jackie Robinson. Yeah. So yeah, we could we could do all of that stuff. You ever have a substitute teacher like back in high school or middle school, like, and they come in or like, it could be your normal teacher too. And like, you know, you have a quiz coming up and you are trying to not take it. So you just filibuster the teacher to not ever get to handing out the quiz or the test or whatever it is. Um, <laughs> if you didn't do that, congrats on just being a normal student. Um, <laughs> this is what I'm, this is what I'm doing right now with the final, final Jeopardy question. <laughs> right now, I'm just <laughs> punching like, this down the road as far as I can. <laughs> you can, you can get this one. I think with your, with your heritage, there's a clue. Oh, God, I'm going to let my people down. Great, you, might, awesome. you might get this. All right, so this is world history. Okay. 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 This castle, famous for its stone, was built by Cormac McCarthy in about 1446. If it's not Blarney Castle, I'm going to lose my... It's Blarney. It has to be Blarney. It's Blarney. It to be Blarney. What is Blarney? Yes. You got it. Okay. I'm proud of you. We save face there. We save face there. Okay, gotcha. Hey, I, I kiss Blarney Stone. Actually, that, what a great way to what a great way to end the show because I kiss Blarney Stone, and you know it cures the gift of gab. You know you're stuttering, you're slurring, or whatever it is, and you can tell that that is a folklore. That is an urban legend. Uh, <laughs> as I have been fumbling and bumbling my way through 40 minutes of podcasting here with the one, the only Graham Nelson. Uh, great. This is great. We finally are getting some fun episodes with you under our belt because you came on after some really bad games last year. Yeah. Um, yeah. So how does it's it right. feel to be on, on the fun side of these? Is well, we did bad? a fun one last time I was on. I forget what we talked about, but it was. Yeah, same here. It was great, though, I'm sure, because you were on it. So. Yeah, I don't remember. I'm sure, like, 
I saw you tweeted at Coach Tucker and like, so you're kind of teasing that you were going to get him and instead the people get me, which is cool. Like it's fine. Won't let Same anyone, difference. won't let anyone down. It's all right. Neither of you two have uh, personally lost to Michigan in a football game. So you got something in common there. That's, that's true. That is true. That's going for us. Yeah, that's true. We'll take that. Yeah. Awesome. Well, Hey, um, if you were still listening, first of all, thank you. You're the best person of all time. Uh, Graham, give, give us like a code word uh, for people to either tweet or email to just let us know that they've listened to 44 minutes of, of Locked on Spartans here. Just two guys remembering names here. What, what's, what's a good code word for people to belt out? Um, Target. Target. Okay. That works. Some well, Target action for you right a, there. I love that. There's a Target bag sitting on my kitchen table. So let's see. Love that. That's very go. observant of you. Awesome. Well, great. I'll, I'll set waste your time. It's getting late here. I, I'm, I'm sure you, you got to rest up for your, your, your next, uh, for, for your NBA, actually. Your NBA <laughs> to the NBA career coming up on the near horizon. As Tom Izzo still looking to fill out two final scholarships. Graham Nelson, if he's not phone call number one for Izzo, he's phone call number two. He's also the man, the myth, the legend. Thank you so much, Graham. Really appreciate, appreciate it, man. It.